Percy, I'm sure that's true. I'm sure that you have gained great insight from those very painful situations we all go through. You betcha, my friend, I have. And indeed, uh, when I think about that, I can recall one of the worst times in my life, Wayne, providing me with some of the greatest perspectives that helped me shape who I am as a person. And to this date, has been beneficial to me. The same can be true for those on a cancer journey. And I think we probably should unpack this a little bit and explain this concept with some greater detail today. All right, Pastor P will provide some important spiritual principles that may help someone battling cancer take stock of their life and discover a newfound way of looking at themselves and their circumstances. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. So good of you to join us now for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Percy McRae is Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We call him Pastor P. I'm Wayne Shepherd and Pastor P, how are you doing today? I am fabulous, my friend. How are you? I'm well. I really am. And, and uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation. A cancer journey can trigger self-evaluation. Uh, I think most people who have gone through any uh, painful situation know this is the case, that there's some lessons to be learned here. Absolutely. I, I recall a, a cancer patient saying to me one time, he said, I now have an opportunity to self-evaluate if do I really believe what I say I believe? Can I really trust my eternity to God and the words of Jesus? And he said that through this experience, that it moved him from just being a believer with a faith theory to fully convinced as a faith believer. And that the 10% of him that was a doubting Thomas was converted to a 100% truster of Christ. I think that that's the goal and the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. So we're all going to face challenges in life with all these complexities, but how we manage through them can be summarized in one word, and that's perspective. And you found that to be true with a cancer diagnosis. Yeah, it is true. And at the end of the day, um, Raphael Pino once said, perspective is the way we see things when we look at them from a certain distance and it allows us to appreciate their value. Our lesson today is gonna help, we're gonna dig into that dynamic of school of thought. All right, we have a question we'd like to pose to our listeners before we dig into the conversation today. Here's the question, and as you listen over the next few minutes, I think uh, God will provide an answer in your mind that maybe you can pass on to us. It would be very helpful to hear from you. The question is, have you ever experienced a difficult season in your life that produced important insights that were only discovered because of the hard road traveled? That's our question. One more time. Have you ever experienced a difficult season in your life that produced important insights that were only discovered because of the hard road traveled? Those are hard lessons sometimes, but we need to put ourselves in that situation. Indeed. And so when we think about that, and no one would volunteer, obviously, for those types of trips and experiences, but what can be gleaned and gained from them because of perspective uh, is is worth everything. And so with that being said today, we're going to challenge anyone listening today to think about their circumstances and their situation with regard to, do I need to take a step back and, and create some distance to look into my scenario? And what will I see and what will I learn as a result of that? All right. I know you have some scripture to share, but how does one find perspective with a cancer journey? Well, First and foremost, perspective requires creating mental, emotional, and spiritual distance 
from one situation that may allow one to see their circumstances from a different vantage point. I'm going to say it again, Wayne, because mm-hmm. it's important. Yeah. And it really is going to tie into our scripture when we read it, is that what is required here is mental, emotional, and spiritual distance. And that's difficult to do because while you're in the midst of a situation, it's hard to distance yourself from your situation, but to find perspective because of distance from one situation that may allow them to see their circumstances from a different vantage point. All right. Well, that leads us into the scripture that we always open each program with. What have you chosen this time? So Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verse 15 and 17, and listen really keenly to what is being said here. Verse 15 says, see then that you walk circumspectly, really not a common term that we use. It's an old English uh, King James term, but we're going to unpack it in just a little bit. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is, and do not be drunk with wine, and which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. And this scripture really is giving us some real important points and lessons and spiritual things for us to focus on and work our mind around. Just occurs to me that I posed the question a few moments ago, but I didn't tell our listeners how to answer the question. You simply go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on connect. And the box that shows up there will give you a chance to type in your response. Have you mm-hmm. ever experienced a difficult season in your life that produced important insights only discovered because of the hard road traveled. HealthHopeAndInspiration.com, which is, by the way, where you can go to listen to previous episodes of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. You can download our free resource, What Can Be Learned from a Cancer Journey, which basically, uh, Percy, as I understand, is a, a summary of our conversation to come here today. That is correct. So when we get a hold of, and when you get a hold of and download, and feel free to share with friends, it's free as a resource, uh, What Can Be Learned from a Cancer Journey, Uh, This will prompt the thought and hopefully create thought in people to think about, well, yeah, uh, beyond just, you know, trying to get well and get healed and be whole, which is important and obviously the number one goal. What else am I learning or should I learn or should I be able to glean from this experience? Uh, It's been my experience in supporting cancer patients for so many years that there was always additional lessons of life that Mm -hmm. they learned about themselves, about others or the world at large. And so uh, don't waste a cancer experience on only being well. Mm -hmm. What else is it that God is wanting to teach and and get us to learn from that experience? That's what this document is going to help us to unpack. All right. Download it at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And we'll have that conversation about perspective here in just a moment. If you were concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number is 866 712 the word hope, 866-712-HOPE, H-O-P-E. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. 
No guest today. Percy is our guest, I guess you would say, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about this getting perspective. And you're going to take us into some passages of Scripture here, Percy, so I'm anxious to get started. So five biblical principles that, that we want to highlight based upon the passage of Scripture uh, of Ephesians, the fifth chapter, verses 15 through 17, that I believe will help to give people the ability to self-evaluate, which will give you perspective in the midst of your cancer journey. Yes, you are wanting to get well. Yes, you are seeking uh, a cure. Yes, you are seeking to be free from that. But beyond just that, what else is there that God is wanting us to understand about ourselves, about those around us, about the world at large, and maybe even a bigger purpose in our life? And so principle number one uh, begins with, the verse that says, verse 15, see then that you walk circumspectly. Yeah, what does that it's mean? Tough, yeah, it's a difficult word to wrap your head around. We don't hear that very often. But if you kind of understand, uh, take the basic uh, dynamics of this word, circum, which also comes from the word circle uh, and or circumference, and it means basically to get on the outer edge around something. So to step outwards, to look inwards. And this can be difficult as a cancer patient because we're so focused around treatment and medicine and appointments and our doctors and our scans that we're inundated uh, in the moment of being so uh, focused on what it is that we're doing about the cancer. But there then needs to become time that you create some space where you try to step back and look inside of your situation to gain some sense of perspective and careful identification and thus prioritization of keeping the main thing, Mm -hmm. the main thing. Uh, So important. Yeah, it really is. And there are two dynamics that come out of that, Wayne. Dynamic number one, only participate because as a cancer patient, there's a lot of things that 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 will be asked of you to do. Your time is compromised, hospital visits, doctor visits, et cetera, et cetera. So you're going to have to manage your time in a way that is beneficial to you. So only participate in things that matter and add value to your overall well-being. Forget about the rest of the stuff of life. Because again, you have so much as a cancer patient that you're trying to manage mentally and emotionally. You can't manage everything and all of the things. So you're gonna have to make a prioritized list of things of what is important. And the other things that's not important, you're gonna have to sit those aside or hopefully you have a caregiver or caregivers that can help take some of that off of your plate that will allow you to keep the main thing, the main thing. Only participate in things that matter and add value to your overall well-being. So concentrate our energies is another way to put what you're saying. And sometimes we may have to say no to some things. That is absolutely correct. Because again, at the end of the day, there's always opportunity for things to take you to a, you know, one direction left or right. And that may not be beneficial to you. And there are some things that you'll have to simply say no to or some people that you may have to say no to that does not fit your agenda while you are walking through this process. And so, again, uh, creating self-evaluation. I've had a lot of cancer patients tell me as a result of being a cancer patient, there were just things that I had allowed to bog my life down that I should have never given that type of place in my life. And I had to kind of cut bait, if you will. I had to let go of some of that baggage. I was just dragging around uh, this suitcase full of things that I didn't need that were not important. And they certainly were not adding any value to me mentally, emotionally, or physically. Say, learn to say no to some things and some people. You know, I can remember working at Moody Bible Institute many years ago and then President George Sweeting often saying, keep the main thing 
the main thing. I can just hear mm. his voice saying that to us. That, <laughs> that really rings true, doesn't it? It does. As a cancer patient, we've got to focus on the main thing and only the main thing and the rest of the stuff we got to sit to the side. Yep. But along with that, there's a second uh, kind of dynamic that goes with this, and that is make every day count, Wayne, as if it were your last. And as we know, for some cancer patients, that may literally be the case based upon what type of cancer, uh, the scenario that they find themselves in. But we really all should try to govern and live our lives as if today is the yeah, last day. We don't have and to we, have cancer to have this perspective. That is correct, my friend, because we waste time thinking that we have so much time. Oh, I'm going to say that one more time. Okay. That was good to yeah, me. Yeah. Surprised yourself, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I did. It's like, oh, wow, Reverend McCray, that was a good one. Uh, we waste so much time thinking that we have so much time. Yeah. And the fact that the matter is time is not promised to any of us. As a matter of fact, the scripture tells us that that, that our lives are is like a vapor here today and gone, gone tomorrow. tomorrow. Yep. So again, we need to understand just how significant that is. Just think about over the last, what, 15, 16 months with regard to what COVID has done to so many mm. and, and, and the impact on so many different lives that no one would have anticipated. And so today we want to encourage you to make every day count as if it were your last. Uh, as we used to say, uh, playing basketball and the football players, leave it all on the court. Yeah. Don't leave. Don't don't take anything back. Leave it all out there. Love hard. Forgive hard. Play hard. Uh, kiss hard. Hug hard. Make it count. Uh, when you have the opportunity to say or do something that matters to you and that you think will matter to someone else, do it and make it a priority. Don't put it off tomorrow because tomorrow's not guaranteed to us. You want to attach this idea to scripture? Well, Philippians 4 and 12 tells us that not that I speak from need, for I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I am. Verse 12, I know how to get along with little, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry, both of having abundance and suffering, need. Verse 13, I can do all things through Christ or him who strengthens me. And Paul is talking about basically taking the day that you have and whatever the scenario or the circumstances are, you've learned how to be content in that day. And I'm going to work this day and I'm going to utilize this day for all that it has, good, bad, or indifferent. And I have learned at the end of the day, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the principle that we want you to adopt and begin to utilize as much as you possibly can. Very good. We're talking about five biblical principles that will allow us to find perspective in difficult moments. We've talked about number one. Let's move on to number two. Number two also is out of our scripture. It says, do not be unwise. And uh, the opposite of being unwise is is wisdom. Mm -hmm. And so wisdom is defined as the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. And so the scripture tells us we should not act as if uh, we do not have any experiences or knowledge or good judgment. And so two principles that comes out of this to be remembered, not considering things that may never have been thought of before. In other words, we need to sit down and give some thought to as a cancer patient. We need to step outside of ourselves if we can, put some distance between us psychologically, emotionally, if we can, and spiritually, and begin to think about things that we never considered before. 
again, how many cancer patients have told me, you know, I, there were things and thoughts that I considered that I wanted to do that I never thought about or that I put off or I just basically said that that was for someone else that I began to consider. I began to think about. So considering things that that you may have never thought about before, start thinking about them, start considering them. Uh, as one lady who we interviewed on our show, she, her husband, no, actually her children, she was a school teacher and her class challenged her and told her that life was not a dress rehearsal. <laughs> and she said that that just woke her up wow. and then her husband said, now what are you gonna do with the time that you have? And so she started an organic she planted an organic blueberry farm. And so people from all around her county come to buy her organic blueberries. She said, I would have never considered that. I would have never thought that prior to being a cancer patient. So again, don't be unwise. Use the wisdom that God has given you. There are things that he may have dropped in your heart or will drop in your heart that you need to consider and say, hmm, Maybe this is what I'll do. Maybe I'll write that book. Maybe I'll take that trip. Uh, just recently, Wayne, uh, interestingly enough, my wife doesn't have cancer. But one of the things on her bucket list that, you know, we never considered is that she wanted to go out on a deep sea fishing expedition. And so we did for oh, her yeah. birthday. I saw your pictures about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a crazy day. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a kid from the south side of Chicago. You know, we don't do deep sea fishing on the south side of Chicago. And so uh, she said, this is what I want to do. And uh, I just think I just want to do that. And I was like, well, OK, okay. then we'll we live in South Florida. You know, there's a couple of boats around here and there's a lot of water. And so we found a charter and we went out and we went fishing and we had the time of Excellent. our life. Excellent. And so consider things that you never would have considered before. And then the second principle that comes out of this is not allowing reimagination of who we are and why we are because of where we are in the moment. We need to consider who we are beyond our circumstance. We need to consider why we are beyond our circumstance and we need to consider where we are in the moment and say, hmm, where, what else can I do? What else can I be? Where else can I go? This is being and using the wisdom of God and you will be surprised how that will motivate and it will drive and it will inspire you as a cancer patient to say tomorrow, I can do this, that, or the other. I remember a guy telling me, he said, I'm just not leaving the planet. He said, uh, when my wife and I got married, we never had a formal honeymoon. And he said, I promised her I was taking her to Hawaii and I'm not leaving the planet until I do so. It became a motivating factor for him to stay on the earth. I often say this, it's going to be very hard or difficult to kill a man who refuses to die. Yeah, wow. And finding a motivation and a reason to live Think about doing something that you have not done or that you still want to do. Let it drive and motivate you. And that's the wisdom of the Lord, because it gives you something to shoot for and to aim for. Let me read from Proverbs. It really applies here. Proverbs 4, 6, and 7. Do not forsake wisdom, and she will preserve you. Love mm. her, and she will guard you. Wisdom is supreme, so acquire wisdom. And whatever you may acquire, gain understanding. And the scripture says it all at the end of the day, because this can drive us, as it said, it can preserve us and it can keep us when we take on the wisdom of God as it pertains to our life. And I think in many cases, Wayne, we have sold ourselves short uh, in many cases, and we have not allowed the expansion of our imagination to take in other things that maybe we just hadn't considered. But cancer gives us an opportunity now to think beyond that. And so with that uh, perfectly said, 
Well, that that leads us to our third point, obviously. Okay. And that is to understand the Lord's will. And I have people who ask me all the time, Reverend McCray, what is the will of God for my life? And it's a complicated question, but yet it's a simple question, too. And so with that, no matter what, always attempt to posture yourself before God with a grateful heart. Always attempt to posture yourself before God with a grateful heart. And uh, and the second principle that goes along with it, commit to finding something in your life that you are grateful for despite your circumstances. Adjust your focus. Hmm. The point that's being made here is one of the scriptures says that we should always rejoice in the Lord. And this, uh, the scripture says, and again, I say rejoice always. This is the will of God for our lives. When we are not sure what else is going on around us and why things are going on around us, we can always posture ourselves or remind ourselves to get back into a place of being grateful to that which we do know of God. God, I know that it is because of you that I live and I move. I know it is because of you that I've been able to get be brought to this point in my life. When I was told that I was diagnosed with cancer, uh, I, I immediately shifted gears to, I've had a wonderful you know, run. If today was yep. to be my last day, the things that I've done, the people that I've met, the places that I've been, I'm grateful for this opportunity. Posture your, find something to posture yourself back before God to be grateful for and thankful for. It'll help transition your thinking away from the negative challenges of your current situation to allow you to be grounded in the moment of being of the spirit of thanksgiving. What a good word. And there's more perspective to be gained here. We'll come back to Pastor P in just a moment. But with locations in Atlanta and Chicago and Phoenix, Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers offering an integrated approach to combine surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, immunotherapy, and advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies to manage side effects and enhance quality of life during treatment and into survivorship. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of their team with questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling this number, 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver advancements in precision medicine with supportive therapies like spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. That website is also the place to go to answer this week's question, which I'm sure many of you are thinking through even as we listen to these perspectives given to us by Pastor P here today. So go to the website. Click on Connect and answer the question, have you ever experienced a difficult season in your life that produced important insights that were only discovered because of the hard road travel? Go to healthhopeandinspiration.com. All right, well, there's more to learn here, more perspective, Percy, so let's dig back in. So we have two more points and principles here that I want to share today that'll help hopefully uh, trigger self-evaluation that'll give you perspective while undergoing a difficult scenario. And in this particular case, maybe a treatment, a journey session of cancer. Uh, the, the fourth principle that I'd like to share is, according to the text that we read, it says, do not be drunk on wine. And of course, this this is metaphorically speaking here. Uh, do not intake anything into your being that can alter or distort your senses. Mm-hmm. When one is inebriated or drunk, if you will, it 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 
it distorts your senses. It distorts your ability to see correctly or your motor skills, or in some cases, even, you know, what happens with your mouth, what you say and how you speak and that sort of thing. So the scripture is admonishing us here while undergoing a tough situation. Do not take in anything into your system that will distort or alter your senses. What you see, what you taste, smell, and hear can be altered by your environment, and God does not want us to do that. And so the principle that's that's given to us here can be encapsulated from Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verses 20 through 23. My son, pay attention to what I say. Well, when you're drunk and you're inebriated, <laughs> you know, your attention span is, yep. is greatly distorted, okay? Yeah, to say uh, the to least, what... right. <laughs> and so God is saying, I need you to pay attention to what I am saying to you, not all of the other chitter chatter and other things that may be coming in and out of your senses around you. Turn your ear to my words, verse 21. Do not let them out of your sight, them within your heart, verse 22, for they are life to those who find them. Notice what God's words and principles are to us. They are life to those who find them and health, hallelujah, mm -hmm. to one's whole body. Uh-oh, now mm -hmm. we're getting into some serious stuff here. <laughs> and then verse 23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. The principle today is do not allow the environmental circumstances to dull or to alter or to distort your senses. You need to keep your sense of who you are. And first and foremost, you are who God says that you are. You can do what God says you can do. And if you are, uh, if your senses of self are distorted uh, by being inebriated by something else that is trying to distract or tell you who you are, then you lose focus on what God says to you that can be health to your soul and it can be health to your whole body. And today we want to speak life and health into our well-being and we do not want to have our senses distorted. So do not be drunk on wine, but allow God's word to give us a sense of soberness that we can stay focused to hear what he says, to see what he says, and to speak from his perspective. Keep a clear head. Keep a clear head. Yeah, it says, do not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit, which is our final point. And that, with that being said, um, leave no room within your consciousness for anything but God's indwelling presence to stimulate and move you in a particular direction. It, it becomes imperative that at the end of the day, you are only allowing the spirit of the Lord to drive, motivate. And again, I'm going to use the word that I use very often, buoy. Hmm. The word buoy means to allow you to yep. float to yep. the surface and be able to hover around a scenario and the situation versus being overtaken and right. drowned by that yeah, situation. Keeps you afloat, sure. Keeps you afloat. It keeps you. Uh, it keeps your head above water yeah. in that regard. Yeah. And so, leave no room within your consciousness for anything but God's indwelling presence to stimulate and move you in a particular direction. And the scripture that'll help highlight this is Galatians five, twenty-two, twenty-five. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. We know that these are what is considered the fruits of the Spirit that will enable us, that will empower us. 
or as Wayne said, help us to keep a clear head Mm -hmm. in the midst of maybe some confusing and turbulent scenarios and circumstances. Today, a cancer journey can trigger self-evaluation that can give you perspectives. Five perspectives, all coming from this passage in Ephesians, and I'll ask Percy to take us back to Ephesians to close here in just a moment. But if you'd like the notes on what we've just talked about, go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, download the free resource, What Can Be Learned from a Cancer Journey? Percy pours his life and ministry into putting these resources out there for us, so let's take advantage of them. So helpful. What can be learned from a cancer journey? Go to healthhopeandinspiration.com. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you automatically are alerted when a new episode is available. That way you don't have to go searching for it each week. Now, is it there or isn't it? It's it's going to be automatic when you sign up and subscribe at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Percy, in conclusion, let's go back to where we started this whole conversation in Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5, 15 and 17, as we close. See then that you walk circumspectly. Take some steps back and away from your scenario and walk on the outer perimeter to look into your situation. Get perspective, yeah. Get perspective, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time. This is how you can redeem your time when you have the ability to have perspective because the days are evil or short or threatened, if you will. Verse 17, therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit. Today, be encouraged, gain perspective, Uh, Have the ability to self-evaluate where you are, what's going on, who you are, and allow the Spirit of God to transport you into a different place of perspective of your circumstance. Uh, You are not a victim. You are a victor, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. On today, be encouraged, beloved. Percy, I love it when you pastor us, and you've pastored us well here today and walking through this scripture together. So thank you for that, and we will talk with you next time. Praise the Lord, and until the next time, remember, folks, we've got work to do, so keep chopping the wood. I'll talk to you soon. God bless. Join us and tell others about health, hope, and inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.